Good morning. This is Melissa Stringer, and I am here in Kansas City with Heidi Marshall, who's going to tell us a little bit about herself. Hey, hi, Melissa. Uh, thanks again. My name is Heidi Marshall. I live in the Twin Cities. So I'm just outside of Minneapolis, uh, Minnesota, and I've been with 261 since 2017 uh, as a member of the board of the directors for the Twin Cities Club. Um, I became a coach after that and most recently have become a master coach for 261 Fearless. Good. Um, now I'm going to ask you about your current five favorite things that you're loving. Um, tell, tell me about this first one. It sounds like a, a movie. <laughs> um, you'll have to remind me which one was first on my list. Oh, the uh, iRobot vacuum. Yeah, so I, um, I think that my love of of having somebody else clean my house started around the beginning of quarantine um, when my children were here all the time. <laughs> all the time, there's one now. <laughs> um, and, uh, and I also have three cats and in Minnesota, you know, it's, it's cold a lot of the year. So your doors are closed, your windows are closed for a good amount of the year. Mm -hmm. I mean, when you have pets that can result in a lot of dander, a lot of fur around the house and of course, Kids, so the the iRobot is a, a robot you can program to um, you know go to and from its dock and clean whatever room you want it to clean, clean the whole house, um, and it's really great at picking up that cat fur, the dust bunnies, all those things under the furniture that mm -hmm. nobody ever wants to clean. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so that's that's the wonderful thing about that. Does it do windows? <laughs> Fortunately, no. I do have a good window company I can recommend. Oh, okay. Um, okay, and the next one on your list sounds even scarier. It's a massage gun. Oh, yes. Oh, I wonder if I have it here. You want to see it? Yeah. Um, so this is just a battery-powered massage gun. It does gun. look scary. Okay. Yeah, it's got a number of different attachments. This is more for, like, targeting um, a more acute area, this one. Um, but essentially, it's just a rapid vibration gun. Mm -hmm. um, has several settings, but uh, you just turn it up and it it vibrates, and then you're just gonna set it right on whew, those sore muscles. Oh, that looks fabulous! It's amazing. Um, it's really great. Um, a cool down option too. So if you put it on the lower setting, there's larger. Um, mm -hmm. Attachments that can go on it. So really great. Um, if you've got lactic acid built up in your legs, for example, after mm -hmm. a, an intense workout session to just sit down um, and sort of massage gun those that mm -hmm. out, it's, it's really a wonderful recovery tool. Wow. Um, so the next one on the list is the ab wheel. And mm -hmm. I have a pretty horrible story from my childhood, a friend who cracked her teeth using it. So hopefully you're going to tell us how to use it. Yeah. So I worry about that with my children because my children like to hold it and then just like you uh -huh. know, keep themselves around, uh, around town. And that I have that worry that they're going to just face. <laughs> but you know, the children tend to face plan. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, I like it. I just think it's a good, it's a really challenging workout and it's something you can do anywhere. I mean, the ab wheel comes apart. So if you want to take it with you, if you're traveling, um, you know, before all of this, I was traveling a fair amount. So mm -hmm. always looking for things that I could do in a hotel room. Um, and the ab wheel is something that travels really well. Um, but it's also just, it's a pretty versatile tool for developing your core. Mm -hmm. Kids love it. 
Okay. Um, and a foam roller. We all, we have our love-hate relationships with the right. foam roller. Right. I know. I, you know, I'm really big on recovery, especially as, a, you know, I think a lot of women can relate to this too, as we get a little bit, you know, older, like mm -hmm. our bodies are not as spry as they, they once were. Mm -hmm. Like gone are the days, at least for me, where I could go out for a run or do a workout and just come back feeling like, you know, I feel great, but yeah. then, you know, still and not give any heed to recovery or cool down. And mm -hmm. I think that's one thing we tend to ignore a lot, right? It's really like, I'm going to go out for a run. I've got 30 minutes. I'm done in 30 minutes. And then that's it. You know, you hop in the shower, you go about your day right. and you don't think about that cool down part. And the same with the warm up part and making mm -hmm. sure you're, you're paying attention to being mobile, um, flexible and strong and ready for both the workout and then helping your body to cool down afterwards. Mm -hmm. So I, whenever I'm trying to roll my calves, I always feel like I end up with a better upper body workout than calf mm -hmm. release. Do you have any mm -hmm. tips for that? Um, you know, the calves are a tricky one and it can actually be difficult to target those with a foam roller mm -hmm. using a lacrosse ball. I actually happen to have one <laughs> that was real. I was, I use these to roll out my feet. I'm at a standing mm. desk. So I, uh, I keep one by and I roll my feet out, um, while I'm working, but this is good for a calf. So you'll just sit on your, on your butt, um, mm -hmm. leg straight out, cross one leg over the other leg. So you'll use your other leg as a weight. Um, so don't try to use your arms, just let your mm -hmm. other leg use okay. weight, pop that lacrosse ball under your calf, um, and make sure you come all the way down to that, that ankle and back up to your knee, you know, so you're getting that whole calf, the inside, the outside, the back, um, really pay attention. If you have a kettlebell, um, the handle of a kettlebell can be really great for your calf too. So put that, your calf on there and then put your other leg on top again, as, um, as a, an extra weight, should you need it. Some people can just, <laughs> yeah, they can't even rest the full weight of their leg on it, mm -hmm. you know, without a lot of pain. So. Okay. Good tips. Um, what, what is your current favorite book? You have a good book on here. Yeah, I sure. know. Um, so let's see my current favorite one, you know, I, so I read, um, the NT Jameson's, um, broken earth trilogy. That was earlier this, uh, this year in January, mm -hmm. in February, I read those. And, you know, sometimes when you read a really good series, you just need a minute to recover. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I've read a couple novels since then, but nothing that compares. Um, mm -hmm. So those are currently top of my list. Okay. Um, I did just read Nine Perfect Strangers, um, which is written, um, takes place in Australia. It's, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's a good, quick read entertaining mm -hmm. bit of a suspense yeah do you have a favorite local bookstore um you know we okay. have um a chain called half priced books here in the twin mm -hmm. cities and i have one fairly close to me of course nothing's open right yeah um yeah. So otherwise no i mean i do love barnes and noble but mm -hmm. you know because that's a place you can go to with with kids, and I'm sure there's yep. other, other independent bookstores. Unfortunately, I live in the suburbs, so we don't have a ton of um, independent sellers like that. Um, but Barnes and Noble is great. I mean, they've got the mm -hmm. story time for kids. They have a whole. I mean, the kids could just go wander that kids section. Um, and and typically, if they don't have what you're looking for, they're happy to help you find it. Right. You know, right. Do it for you. 
I'm a huge fan of the library and luckily I live right across the street so I can just walk across whenever I need a new book. Um, because after Borders went out of business, uh, there, I think we have one local independent bookstore left. Um, and we do have, we have half price books and I think there's two Barnes and Nobles left in the city, but yeah, Amazon is just, I mean, not very many people are old enough to remember that that's how they started, but um, yeah, as I a know. bookstore, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. Um, as you can see, I like to hoard books too. Uh, yes, I, I do love, too. I love the library for my children because kids, you know, cycle through kids' books so quickly and mm -hmm. and, and like. So once I know what I like, I kind of want to own it. So I, I, I do purchase. Do you reread books? Oh yeah. Do you? I've um, unless it's been enough years that I don't remember the stories. Um, I've. I can say I don't think I've ever reread a book just yeah. to experience it again. Yeah. Um, um, well, and I'm looking forward to the beginning to reread them all with my kids. So, you know, I've got, this is my, my shelf of classics, right? I've got the, um, the Lord of the Rings um, books, mm -hmm. Anna Green, all of the Anne of Green Gables. Mm -hmm. um, oh, I do remember those. Yeah. Yeah. So, no. So once my kids are old enough, we'll, we'll hop in. That's great. That's that's a, a good way to share, um, share childhood with your children. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's that's a good thing to look forward to. And it's an, it's an excuse to reread all the, <laughs> yeah, um, all the books. Okay, um, well, thank you for joining us today, and we will see everyone next time.